1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could
0: conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I got to catch a glimpse of these warlocks. Let's make a move.
2: She's going around the corner.
1: It's time for Dirt and sprig. True love
3: is hard to find. Sometimes you think you have true love and then you catch the early flight home from
4: San Diego and a couple of new people jump out of your bathroom blindfolded.
3: With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. We should date. What? Date. I said we should date
1: sometime. You know, socially. Go ahead, kick it. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. <laughs> You're pretty sick, chaps. The Fan.
5: Hey, welcome back again. Final hour. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey app 995 HD2 and YouTube.com. Backslash 1080 the van. Uh, we've got Mike Richmond, the homie, hopping on at the bottom of the hour at 830. We got the mail sack at 815. So any and all questions, we got them coming in right now at the Vancouver Ford Text Line, 503-864-6326. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them at VancouverFord.com for more information. You can get those questions in. I'll check YouTube here in just a second. If you got questions on YouTube you want to throw up as well. Um before we start the final hour, I want to give you a heads up that we have our first fan winter golf classic coming up on Tuesday, February 27th, out at X-Golf Tualatin in Vancouver. The X-Golf Tualatin round is sold out, the 4 p.m. round. And the noon round is filling up fast. So this is Tuesday, February 27th. You can choose from either the noon or 4 p.m. round at X-Golf Vancouver. Danny, Dusty, and Isaac Azuk will be live on both locations. The winning threesome will win a foursome at our 10th annual Fan Golf Classic this summer. And the last place threesome will receive a free lesson at X-Golf. Again, I maintain it's great to get into the Fan Golf Classic this summer. It's always a fun event. I maintain the take. There's going to be enough bad teams where we're going to have tanking. There's going to be some process Sixers, some Trailblazers, Hornets, Wizard stuff going on at this tournament because people want free golf lessons. And so keep an eye on that one. How truly awful do those scores get? We'll have to wait and see. Uh, But you can always go at 1080 vancom to try to sign up your threesome. There'll be food for the golfers from Victor Rico's and Pearl Catering, the urban restaurant group. All golfers will play Pebble Beach on the simulators, Again, 1080thefan.com for more info and to sign up your threesome now. Swag, do you have a threesome for this event?
3: I don't. You guys aren't uh, you guys are available, so
5: I don't know. I, I don't even know, know if
3: I have a spot, if they've saved one for me.
5: That is my niece's birthday, and uh. we have a family thing going on. So I wasn't even aware this was going on on that day until the day we had to announce it. So I will not so, uh, yeah. make it, but I'm super excited because everybody's going to— Probably the closest I'll ever get to playing Pebble Beach. You're gonna play Pebble Beach in your life. Okay. We stop. We stop it. You're gonna play Pebble Beach. One of these road trips. You're gonna find a way to play Pebble Beach. I just I don't know how, but you will. You'll figure it out. Hopefully. Um. Again, mail sack coming up at eight fifteen. Mike Richmond at eight thirty. Interesting little tidbit from old Adam Schefter. NFL drafts around the corner. Yeah. The which... Bears are telling the commies, "You want this." We need historic trade stuff. I don't know if that's going to happen. But if the Bears are going to move off fields, Shefty kind of hinting the old Pat McAfee yesterday. Watch watch Mike Tomlin and the Steelers.
3: Yeah, there was a report that uh, Tomlin loves fields.
5: Loves Justin Fields.
3: Uh, yeah, currently they don't have a uh, solid... Option at quarterback in Pittsburgh.
5: Let's be honest, Kenny Pickett, Kenny Two Gloves, not cutting it. They basically benched him at the end of the year last year for Mitch Trubisky. So, yeah, and, and Trubisky they just parted ways. Trubisky. Yeah. Well, no, it's they didn't turf him. Swag. Mutual parting of ways. Okay. It's always my favorite term for people that are basically getting fired. Save that in case I'm ever mutually parting ways with a fan. I did not get fired. It's mutual. Um. But yeah, Justin Fields to the Steelers. Does that change the equation to you to the Steelers? Where are you at on Justin Fields?
3: He's so hard to evaluate. I, I mean, th- I find him impossible He's an amazing, evaluate. you know,
5: prospect. He's 6'3" 220.
3: Yeah, he's run, a- he's physical, he's durable.
5: Yes. Um, he's he fast. got a receiver
3: this year in DJ Moore and was far
5: more efficient and effective throwing the football, but uh, some of the deep dive analytic people are like kind of snuffing that one out of like eh, was he though yeah. I don't know I don't know about I don't that. know I, find I don't him, know I do find him to be the most puzzling of all the quarterbacks in the league I find him even above Deshaun Watson who what the hell is that I find him hard to give an opinion on because I don't think he's good but he has moments so maybe change of scenery and the Bears being just an abject disaster of an organization for as long as they have been is the problem, not so much field. So maybe stabilizing things at the head coaching spot. We know Tomlin's not going to get fired. Stabilizing the defense. Pittsburgh seemingly always has a good defense. And just letting him restart in the Pittsburgh kind of culture is the way to go there. Again, Chicago, not the most amazing franchise in the NFL. But I also just, I I find him a hard player to gauge if that's going to be a true difference maker for Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh's one of those weird teams where we love to cite that Tomlin's never finished below five hundred. But what have they won? Yeah, it's, recently it's yeah. been a minute. It's been a hot minute since the Roethlisberger, mm-hmm. Bell and Brown days. Yeah, of getting to an AFC crown, an AFC title game, and, and getting schlacked. It's been a minute. He won that Super Bowl in '08 ish. Yeah. 8 09. and so it's just largely been a lot of like ah, they're good but they're never truly great I don't know if Fields does that for them because again I don't feel amazing about him but I like I want to leave some wiggle room for the take you know what I mean I don't want to go all in on the take yet
3: yeah see I I think I think they're playing it great I think he's trying to drive up if somebody really wants the number one pick it, it's a king's ransom
5: does four first get the first round pick for them the first pick um, or does it have to go to five? I I, I don't know. <laughs> or is it like three ones and three seconds and two thirds? Like what? What well, is that? I, and I don't know them?
3: if you could throw in like, is there? Are there players? If it's a combination of picks and players, like what the right combination is? Because you don't want to. I mean, if you could
5: get, who are you giving Chicago? If you're D.C., you kind of sold off your parts last year.
3: Yeah, I know. I'm just saying from their standpoint is here's here's what we – is it all picks or do I want – I need four first-round picks and I need two players at this le- – I, I don't know what the formula is. The
5: danger of trading up – Dirt highlighted this before he went out. The danger of trading up and what it largely leads to has – you know, it, do- it hasn't resulted in great things.
3: No, because you have to be – you have to be so certain – That Caleb Williams is so head and shoulders above Drake May or Jaden Daniels or whoever else. I
5: think he is by all the reporting. That he can
3: overcome the void of other talent that you either won't have or won't be getting in the next year or two
5: to get him. Here's the other part. If you're Caleb, are you doing any workout? Are you going to the combine doing anything? Are you having even a pro day? Is any kind of one you of the, ha- uh I I'm not you saying he doesn't need to, but I don't know if is is it necessary. Probably not.
3: Um, you're going to interview people, and you still have to do all the measurements and all that stuff, medical history, all those things. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't expect him to work out at the combine. I don't know if he'll have a pro day. He might have a pro day. He might be at pro day at USC to help the other USC players. Um, you know, he's throwing to the receivers or tight ends or doing stuff with them.
5: Brendan Rice had a nice year for himself. This yeah. Year. That could so happen. and
3: obviously if he's there, um, you know, more eyeballs might show up. Uh, I, I don't know. He I, He might be, you know, hey, I'll be there to throw to you sort of thing.
5: My stance is I'm not trading that pick. I want him. I'm trading fields. I'm yeah. seeing what I get for fields. I guess how I feel about Fields would be, if your team got Justin Fields, would you feel better? Or would you feel like, meh? Huff on the Steelers. No. Let's say the Chargers don't have Herbert. They're kind of running into this, we don't have a quarterback thing. No. Yeah, I don't think I'd feel that way either, from the Niner perspective. And I was one going into that, his draft, where I'm like, he's got a relationship with Shanahan. Maybe that or something there, where it's like good communication. And then he slipped. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think overall I'm out, but I want that one pick. I want Caleb Williams. That's what I want. Uh, your your Cowboys, your former team, the Cowboys, hired Mike Zimmer.
3: <laughs> they're going into the Wayback machine.
5: Despite Rex I, Ryan fighting against Adam Schefter on that reporting, that was really weird. <laughs> Rex was like, no, 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 I'm still a candidate. <laughs> Schefter's like, no, they, they're hiring Zimmer. Why are
3: they only talking to 65-year-old candidates?
5: You know why. <laughs> You know why. Come on. Why are they? I'm laughing. A rhetorical question, if there ever was one. Uh, so we'll see. The The intel is right now that uh, it might be Justin Fields going to Pittsburgh, Chicago taking Caleb Williams at one. It is draft season, folks. There's a lot to get into as the draft season if continues. If I'm Mike rolling.
3: Tomlin and I take Fields, I know in the back of my head, if it doesn't work, my time's done in Pittsburgh. Uh, or he should know.
5: I don't know. I well I don't do you know about Because they I would think so. I would there's, think there's there's never been a more stable franchise to exist. There
3: hasn't been, but he's been there long enough. And if he goes if he personally is the one that says oh, I he's can vouching make, for him, yeah. I can make Justin Fields work to the Roonies and it doesn't, then it'll be time for the Roonies to say, Mike, we, we need to redo this thing. Thanks for two decades, but it's time to go do something else.
5: Uh, Coming up next, we'll get to the Mail Sack. If you've got any and all questions, they're welcome at the Mail Sack. Vancouver Ford text line 503-864-6326. The YouTube comments or Twitter, get the Mail Sack questions in. we got Mike Richmond, the homie, at 830, and I have an admission at 845 to tell you. Dirt and Sprague back with the Mail Sack on 1080 The Fan.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
5: All right, we got the mail sack to get into. Mike Richmond's going to join us at 830. Andy Reid, I saw this quote. Andy Reid was asked about Kelsey bumping him during the game, and he said uh, he's a passionate player, and I love that. Even when he chest bumps me to the other side of the 50, he wants to play. He wants to be in there, and he knows I love that. He makes me feel young. As everybody noted yesterday, including the show, if they lose that game, that's a massive story. Yes. That little baby bitch, Travis Kelsey, getting mad because, I put me in. Bumping his old-ass coach like that. What are you doing? Could have knocked that guy out. That's how big you are. (laughs) And Andy Reid's not small. No, he's a little smaller
3: than he used to be. That's a good thing.
5: And he's an offensive lineman, so he's a naturally bigger guy. But, man, Kelsey comes in there a little more intensely. He's falling down. Yeah. Andy Reid falling down. We got a Don Zimmer situation. That a uh, Tommy Lasorda situation. That would have been wild in a Super Bowl with the game still going. Yeah. Golly. Uh Mailsack questions are welcome at the Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6326. Uh, let's start. I'll check the text line in just a minute if you send any last minute ones in. Uh, parsing these out. All right, here we go. What is the dorkiest present you have ever given your significant other Ooh. on Valentine's Day, which is tomorrow? Uh, I don't think I've done anything dorky. Do you love
3: love? I haven't done anything cheesy or dorky.
5: You've never done anything dorky uh, or cheesy? No, it's Valentine's Day. It's Do you celebrate it? Do you observe it? Uh, is that a thing in your house? Not currently.
2: Hmm.
3: Uh, the actress is like, it's it's like any other day. Let's not. She's not uh big into you know putting expectations. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, roses. You're gonna pay fifty dollars for something that's gonna die in three days. Mm. Let's let's. She's a bit more practical
5: than that. I have a lukewarm take. I think in our lifetime we'll find that this holiday disappears more and more. I already feel like I don't see people buying much. Is that it might maybe I'm reading I'm not reading the room. I, I don't know. It's whenever I go to the store on a Valentine's Day, I don't see people grabbing all the Valentine's Day crap.
3: I think it's becoming less and less traditional about flowers and chocolate. And well, it's not it's, thing. A,
5: it's capitalism. It's not yeah. about actual flowers and chocolates. So, it's about capitalism.
3: So yeah, I think it's more about is is it good to have a day where I think it's more about a shared experience with with the person or people you love mm. doing something like that like had I I mean if I was not going away traveling tomorrow like the Oregon Symphony is doing their movies with live score sort of thing and they're doing Casablanca tomorrow. Okay. Um I think it's sold out, but I was like cuz she loves old movies. Mm. I was like that would have
5: been cool. Dorkiest thing. I don't participate in the holiday much. If I do buy something it's just out of I don't know. I I'll have to think back to my youth here. Yeah. There was a I I gave a valentine to a girl that had burned me and I oh. I wrote a dumb poem. Yeah.
3: I never tried to do, no, I never tried to go that route. Roses if I are gave- red,
5: violets are blue, your butt stinks, and so do you. <laughs> Just, like, double down on the stinking. It was absolutely awful. But I felt great when I delivered it. I'm like, yeah, I told her. <laughs> Don't ever burn me again. Valentine's Day, I love you. Uh, sack. any driving scenarios that give us road rage or a pet peeve. This is an easy one for me. Uh,
3: not uh, they're gonna go together. One, signal if you're changing lanes. Let me know where you're going. Just signal, and then two, uh, know where you're going. Get in the right lane. Mm. I, I just know where you're going. Know where you're going. Okay. If you don't, then don't make up for it at the last minute. Pull over. Figure out where you're going. Then if you got to double back or you miss a left, you got to take three rights. Do that. No. You're not the it, you are not the center of the attention when you're out there driving. There's millions of us out there. If you miss it, you got to circle back.
5: I'm certainly guilty of speeding. I had at one point early in my life, I had 12 speeding tickets. Not like in a row in a, like days, but I had my license suspended twice because if you get, I think it's four speeding tickets in a year. Yeah, you your I don't know suspended. how many
3: how many years it takes for stuff to. It was to... something
5: like that. Anyways, I'm I've gone fast. Okay, <laughs> I'm admitting this. Now as I'm older and I'm driving an electrical car and I'm trying to conserve the power. Right, you're in eco mode, baby. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to yeah. get those miles. Uh, the last like two years, even before I got the eco car, I would say something for me is the aggressively fast driver the ride your ass yeah and then z- zip on over barely you, get in front of you and do. zip back in front exactly. and then like the the screaming down like it's one thing for me to get caught going 75 in the 65 it's another to watch you going 91 miles an hour down a 45 mile an yeah. hour highway weaving
3: in and out of traffic
5: weaving in and out putting yourself over it i mean i had I had not so long ago. I shared it, but I'll, I'll I'll bring it back. I had like a panic attack, so I was driving home down Highway 212. I live in Damascus, so I'm going down 212, and I'm getting to where you'd turn off to 224. It's a delightful little taco truck there, by the way. <laughs> and this, I I don't know. It couldn't have been any anywhere older than 25, 26. Yeah. Speeding in and out, and I'm I see this in my mirror, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be the old kind of crotchety guy. Yeah. And I cut, I, 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 I'm going the speed limit, but I'm to a point where the car next to me, we're kind of blocked him in. He can't get past us. I'm not kidding. He just moved his car into my lane and I'm like, am I going to let him hit me? I'm going 50 on a 45 and now I'm kind of like, oh my God, I I had to go to the middle lane and we're neck and neck in the middle lane and he's just not caring. I look over, and he don't care. I don't know if he's high off his ass. Yeah, Or if he's just some punk 20-something, man, I, I I wanted to physically fight him. Yeah, I know. I wanted to, like, rear-end him into the wall, get out of my car, pull his body out, go. and just you lay go into him You want cold trickle his, on his ass. Yeah, lay into him. I had not felt that way in a long time. The aggressively fast driver, it bothers yeah. me. We are all going to a destination. Yeah. Some people go a little slower. Okay, go to the speed limit. But the aggressively fast driver, oh, oh, I want to fight. I, and I don't, I'm not a violent guy. I don't want to fight ever. I want to fight when that happens. That's a pet peeve. Um, here we go. Mail sack. Injury that sounds super lame but is sneaky, super painful, and debilitating. I want to nominate a really bad ingrown toenail. Uh, yes, that's near the top of the list. I've never, fortunately, never had
3: one. It's awful. Yeah, it's just because it, there's a lot of nerve endings in your
5: toe down there. It does to the listener, and point, it's
3: excruciating. It sounds like a but weak it sounds ass lame. Injury. Yeah,
5: yeah. Uh, Gout is another one of these. It sounds lame, but like yeah. if you get it, it can be really. Oh bad. yeah.
3: Um,
5: I think I think cramps are among
3: those as well. Like if you get a foot cramp in the middle of the night, and you're like your foot locks up or your, or your calf locks up, or all of a sudden in the middle of the night. It's excruciating, but it's pretty lame.
5: Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think of a. It's one one. thing
3: if you're getting cramps at the end of a football game; you've been out there, you know, playing your guts out. It's another thing if you're just in bed and all of a sudden your your muscle locks
5: up. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if it uh, if it sounds lame, but it definitely is. Anytime you wake up and you found that you just slept wrong and your your neck, your your neck is so up. stiff and you can you have to turn your body to look that that's the worst because we all know how painful that is especially when it happens but also it's kind of funny to watch somebody who it's happened to and they have to turn their whole body and you're like what happened i slept wrong i the act of sleeping where i'm unconscious i did that incorrectly to the point where i've hurt myself that's always kind of been one for me and it's it happens to me quite often, and it just pisses me off because it takes about two three days for it to finally kind of go away. That's absolutely one. Uh, Male sack question, and we got to speed this up because we got Richmond coming up here. Uh, here we go. This one's for Swag. If pilots are getting smacked by the Zags, what are you saying in the midst of a thirty point beatdown to keep people listening as long as possible?
3: Um. Well. I think you're uh, you're looking on to the rest of the seat. You're starting to look at the the upcoming schedule. You're uh, looking for uh, usually by then, if it's by then, you're having some of the guys that don't play as much that are into the game and talking about their development. You're still calling the game. Um, I rely on stats a little bit to paint the picture. Mm.
5: I don't know uh, if you've gotten me excited there, Swigard. But it's, where's the personal anecdotes? This is kind of like me and one of the coaches last night down at that uh, <laughs> hotel bar.
3: I try to I try to stay away from. It's a little tougher on the road when I'm by myself. When I'm at home, obviously I can talk. Uh, Joel Sabaka is my partner; is fantastic, uh, so I can kind of get into the coaching aspect of okay, what's what's going on in the huddles right now? What are you trying to you know? that sort of thing to try to get inside the locker room and the bench to understand how you can still try to get something out of it. Mm. But yeah, it's tough.
5: Uh, Listener asking, are we all in mail sack question and all in on Beaver baseball seems to be an Omaha or bust group. Uh, Yeah. I've
3: seen consensus with the 27 different college baseball polls that are there. Top 10 consensus across the board. Um, so yeah, this looks like it's, uh, all in on, on a, having a season and, and, uh, putting everything together, you know, obviously it's contingent upon health, Sure. But- but it's a season of expectation down in Colorado. Uh, they're expecting. Yeah. I I would say there's people that are uh, already have. Uh,
5: Canham's been there long enough. Trip to, watch on yeah.
3: tickets to Omaha in June.
5: Uh, this is a spray question. My Niners win the Super Bowl and Oregon State goes to the CFB, but I have to give up sex with my wife until then. Do I take the deal? So what? So what was that? The Niners win the Super Bowl and Ooh. Oregon State goes to the CFP, but I cannot have sex with my wife. I'm assuming until after the Niners win the Super Bowl, so about right now.
3: Yeah, so basically one year. Hmm. <laughs>
5: what would your wife say? <laughs> well, she loves Big Daddy. Oh, there we go. My wife is saying no to this. <laughs> Screw your teams. <laughs> Get home. Get home, Daddy. Uh, no, my wife's probably relieved. I can stop seizureing on her for all of 88 <laughs> seconds did you like that i think i was really good i'm breathing heavy uh no i'm not taking this deal i love sports i was devastated on sunday uh i probably sounded like it a little bit yesterday on the show and again i'm sorry for that but sports are sports uh no that's a great deal but no i i yeah no i like to seizure on my wife for 73 (laughs) seconds it's a it's a hobby of mine i'm Quite fond of it. Uh, Last one. You want your wife to age like a Kardashian or Selma Hayek? This is a no-brainer. Selma Hayek! Selma Hayek! Goat. You want to have goat talk? Selma (laughs) Hayek. Goat. In human history, goat. Come on. I'm seeing how Kim's aging. A lot of... Un, you know, she's deflating the butt a little bit. The lips are getting a little smaller. We're going yeah. back to the all-natural look now. We've been shaming people out of cosmetic surgery. I see what's going on there. Salma? Well, if she's had much done, if, it's not If she's not had a much, little Botox and eh, insulin, whatever. has been uh, quality work that oh, she's had done. Gorgeous, gorgeous human being. There we go. Mail sack every Tuesday at uh, 8.15. Mike Richmond, Locked On Blazers, joins us. Coming up next on The Fan. Well, the uh, the old Blazers, T-Wolves, get ready for the big matchup in the West. Tickets as low as $3. I'm seeing people sell tickets in the 100 level for $33, so this might be a game to catch. And Edwards, Rudy Gobert is probably going to win Depoy. Cat's been really good. Minnesota coming off of a, a win last night, a really convincing win against the Clippers. Mike G. Rich on Twitter. Mike Richmond, the homie from Locked On Blazers podcast. Uh, he joins us now. Good morning, Mike. How are we doing?
4: Oh great! Just so excited for a couple couple fun matchups with the Fighting T Wolves this week.
5: I want to commend you before we start this thing off because I'm a I'm a pretty regular listener and I I I brought it up this morning. I like to listen early in the a.m. before I get into work, and I'm like, oh, what the hell does he talk about? And it was a nice little Delano Banton tease, and I went, yep, that's. That's the season now. Um, at this point, what are we to expect from the Blazers? Like, Malcolm's being reevaluated in two weeks. Shaden's seemingly done for the year. Ant's been in and out with injuries. Ayton's been in and out with injuries. Largely the only stable one's been Jeremy from a vet perspective. And then it's a bunch of like guys that some of us haven't even heard of. How, how are you viewing the Blazers right now?
4: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's frustrating because you would hope for this season to give them some sort of direction. Like here's where we're pointing to. And it's not like they're um, completely aimless, but because of the injuries and because of sort of their talent level, it's like, so what do they build from? It's like, what what is, what is it? Where do they go from here? You know, I think Jabari Walker has been a nice story, but Jabari Walker is not a foundational like tier one star you build with. Same with Tumani kamar, Chris Murray, your guys are going to play tonight. It's like, they're, um, you know, they're, it's just, I guess what I expect for them to is to finish out the season and to leave us with not a lot to talk about on the radio. Uh,
5: let me ask you about that. I don't know if I was texting you or Gundy, you know, there's a, I got a couple of people I text regularly about hoops. I might've been texting Gundy, but if I was you, I'm sorry. I was thinking about of the season, the takeaway, and I know the season's not over yet, but some of the, like Shaden's not going to come back. Uh, Scoot is a rookie. He's 19. Is... Is Jabari like their most positive takeaway from the season. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Can you make an argument for like, cause I'm, I was with you what you said this morning or on the pod last night. And I heard this morning of like a little overwhelmed with Ant. Like I know he's scoring at, you know, a good level, but I just expected a little more in other areas and I haven't gotten it. DA has been up and I know he's been more up lately, but he's had some down moments as well. Uh, Jeremy's kind of what I expected. Scoots 19, Shaden's played 30 games. Like, I just went through and I'm like, my God, is Jabari Walker going to be their big positive takeaway from the year?
4: Yeah, I, I think it's... it's. I think the, the the Jabari Walker sort of fits in this little section that you could say is like, they, they seem to have found some guys who can be role players moving forward. Like, I think Tumani Kamara is going to be a good role player in the NBA. I think... Javari Walker is clearly going to be a pretty good role player in the NBA. Um, You can see shades of it with Chris Murray, although he hasn't put it together. Um, Matisse Bible forgot how to shoot since the calendar flipped over, but he, he looks like a pretty good role player too. So it's like they found some, some, some guys, but they don't have that piece yet, and it's hard to continue building with a. It's hard to move forward with a rebuild if you don't have that. This is the guy we build with peace, and they just don't have that right now.
5: Mike Richmond, Locked On Blazers podcast, uh, five days a week. He, he, man, he brings it in a way that nobody else in this market does, and I'll put myself in that category as well. I'm not potting five days a week, so you're you're a true soldier for this stuff. But you know, there, there's not a lot I think from the the trade deadline I I tried to get you on and we had a schedule conflict the only thing I had that I thought was interesting because Joe seemed a little more buttoned up at the presser it wasn't as like stepping in it as it was a year ago when he's like we're gonna put our (laughs) chips all in I think he learned a lesson from that in the draft day uh the draft night presser where he's like yeah and Dame can definitely be a thing with Ant um but he did say something that caught my ear. And I don't – maybe – Danny kind of poo-pooted it a little bit. I'm curious if you do. He said, I, like, figuring out our identity and style of play. And I, I understand fully that a lot of guys have been in and out of the lineup. But this is year three of the coach. And I, I just kind of heard that. And I'm like, shouldn't that be the thing we we know the most? Even if guys and the moving parts aren't all there? Like, how did do- – I don't know if you heard that the same way I heard it or if you cared at all, but I heard that at that presser, and I'm like, eh, feel like I should know that in year three of my coach's tenure.
4: Well, they were supposed to play extremely fast. They were going to be a team that flies up and down. And I've heard that for three
5: bottom, years now. And actually and I've heard that for five. five
4: teams, <laughs> bottom five teams in transition frequency. Okay. They were going to share the ball and move it and be this team that, and they're bottom in the league and in assist in and the bottom and near the bottom of the league. And just like raw passes, like how many times they pass a game. They have this idea of what they want to play and they've never established it. And, whether that is the, like, failing of a coach to either implement a style or recognize what his players are actually capable of, it's a problem. It's mm. a problem. Either way, either way you slice it, that's an issue. Um, I don't know that I make the same, like, this is Joe Cronin frustrated with the coaching staff. I think sometimes he just kind of says stuff. But, oh, oh um, no, I
5: didn't I didn't mean to suggest he was... It was just a blurb that he had said in the presser sure. of things sure. he's looking for by the end of
6: the year.
4: Yeah, and I, I think... I, I mean, I think the... the the real knock on this team is, is that here we are, whatever, 50 some games into the season. And it's not a hundred percent clear what their like true foundational identity is. You kind of know what you'll get from game to game. They play pretty hard. um, And they, um, I guess they press a little bit. (laughs) That's an identity, but like in terms of like stylistic stuff, I don't think they have like a a really strong outline. It's still a little bit loose. Some of that is injuries. and, And some of that is youth. And some of that is probably, the coach not um, really g- getting hard outlines yet?
5: Uh, yeah, year three a coach wants to do a certain style of play and they're still not doing it. I' I'm, I'm gonna lean a little that that's the coaching. I I'm curious we put a poll question up, Are you ready to live in a world where the Minnesota Timberwolves are in the NBA Finals? I'm not ready to trust them though last night was really fun. I'm kind of still stuck in the nuggets out of the West. And then, you know, we'll see at the East. I hope it's Milwaukee because I want to see Denver-Milwaukee. But where are you at in the Western Conference? How do you view these other teams at the top?
4: Well, I, I know you're a betting man. I know you're a losing betting man. Actually, I've seen Sprague in the line. You're not doing well. Thank you. Um, but Appreciate
5: you bringing that up. <laughs> listeners, don't give me a hard enough time. Hey, l- listeners, let them know. <laughs> I hit the text line. This guy does a
4: lot of losing. This guy uh, but... sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the T-Wolves are not getting love in Vegas. Um they are they the T Wolves have, have longer odds than the New York Knicks to win the championship, which really speaks to how many people are betting on the Knicks. Shout out to my Knicks fans out there yep. smashing the betting lines. But like they they have long odds. And I, I think here's the problem. In the playoffs recently, the teams that have won have won because they can score. Uh the last two champions have been you know, Golden State was was kind of mediocre uh, on offense but they have staff and they can score and like in the regular season they're mediocre But they have staff they can score in the half court the nuggets were kind of you know right you near know, like an average defense but they were just awesome on offense the tools just don't they their problem is that when games get close when they have lost recently they don't have like a good enough offense right now to score when it gets tight and that is the thing that doomed the celtics when they got to the championship and um, really good teams can get caught up in that is that they don't have like the dude or the system that allows you to get easy baskets. The league has leaned offense offense wins championships these in these, these days. So um, I think they can be really good. I would be surprised if they make the Western conference finals.
5: Yeah. I think to that point too, on the offense, I think they're one of the leading teams to have blown double digits. I know the record's amazing, but like, they've had other games where they've been up 20 and they've lost those games so they their offense kind of gets into that little, uh, eh, gets stuck a little bit. Uh, I'm largely with you. Uh, thank you for hopping on this morning. Thanks for diving in. I, I I know it's not the prettiest of time, but you're doing a great job on that podcast. I know everybody's telling you that, but I just want you to know that out. You know, unlike you telling me I suck at my job, you're really <laughs> good at yours. Okay, so thanks for hopping on with right. us this morning.
4: Thanks so much. I'm glad that you spent nine minutes on the Trailblazers this morning. That's brave. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's a safe space.
5: (laughs) space. So thanks for hopping on, Mike. Thanks, man. All right, there we go. Mike Richmond, the homie locked on Blazers. Uh, An admission that I have coming up next
2: on The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward.
5: Oh, fun show this morning, swag. One more day with you, and then you're out for the week. Pilots basketball. Yep. Uh, we will get to tomorrow. It's not like the entire show theme, but one thing that you mentioned on Monday and on Sunday night, and we got into a little bit, a little, little tease. What are people into when football goes away? How many people are with us in draft kind of mode? I'm in NBA mode. Baseball's around the corner. Um. Well, you know what people are into. We'll talk about that on tomorrow's show. I have an admission, and I, as you can see, what I'm wearing today. If you're watching on the YouTube stream, yeah, or you catch it later, you're ready to join Big Twelve country. Uh, I wish Coach Prime. I wish they would have gone to the Big Twelve. I bought a Prime sweatshirt, Coach Whittingham, mainly because I I thought it was funny. I mean, that Nike was very quick to make that Colorado (laughs) Prime gear, and it was selling out quick. (laughs) Uh, so I bought it out of a joke, but honestly, it's really comfortable is more why I'm wearing it. Not a Colorado fan, but uh, there's something else that's very popular. I tried to buy it yesterday. It sold out in minutes. Dun Kings pullover jacket, the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Dunkin' Donuts commercial with J-Lo. I went to their merch. Yeah. And I tried to buy the Dun Kings pullover and it sold out in two minutes. I had no chance. Like,
3: you know they're going to be making more of those.
5: Oh, they have to. I, the demand was insane. They they released it right at 9 a.m., and I, I think I hopped on at 9.10, and it wasn't even available as, like, a buy for later option. It was completely <laughs> off of the market. Couldn't get merch. a rain check, huh? It sold out, and I, I, I have to have one. I'm getting one. That is – I didn't talk much about the commercials. I
3: think you also need to get the, uh, the pink glasses that Damon was rocking, too.
5: I wouldn't be mad at that either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can go full matching outfit with the sweats, but uh, the tracksuit. But I want the pullover bad. Oh, uh, but that if commercial, you and Dirt
3: could pull that off, I guess you'd have to be Affleck in that uh, in that twosome.
5: Yeah, I'd have to color a beard on myself.
3: Uh, but if you could pull that off for a Halloween or some sort of uh, costume party, that, a sneaky good. Point. That would be classic. He's
5: wearing the pink glasses. I'm yep. Affleck over here. Yep. Uh, God, that's a good idea. I kind of want to do that now, but I'm buying it. When it, when it re-releases, I'm buying a Kings pullover. I have no shame. I love that commercial.
3: Because you can see Dirt holding the whatever the glass is with the three uh, munchkins shoved on the straw over the iced lots or
5: whatever the hell that thing is. As, as he's admitting, oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> Told you I'd do anything for you. This is anything. Yeah. <laughs> Think they'll let us back in Boston? Probably not. Tom Brady on the ones and twos. Yeah, I missed out on that. Hopefully, they re-release it. So, do it I get so I to get be get Brady on the ones and twos? If you want to hop in and buy it, it's going to be a little pricey, but it'd be a really funny Halloween uh, we costume. Could, we
3: could plan for. Uh, you want to be Halloween the Dunkings for show. Halloween? Okay. Yeah.
5: We'll be the Dunkings for Halloween. Don't let any other show rip that off. By the way, TM, TM. <laughs> That's going to do it for us. Thanks for the great mail sack questions, all the great texts throughout the show. And uh, tuning in, whether on uh, the app, live on AM, or YouTube. And uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. We got a statter story. Yeah, I got a drum-up statter story. I still got NFL Zigger Zag going in We're the off season. Yep. And uh, Loaded Show. We'll talk to you bright and early tomorrow, 6 to 9 a.m., Dirt and Sprague. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you tomorrow on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Band.